Welcome. Welcome everybody. Welcome everybody. What's what what is the purpose of this live stream? So we did one of these first. Turn on the audio and make sure we don't sound like robots. Hold on. Un, uh, or if we're um, echoing. No, you're fine. You're again. fine. We're good. So, okay. So yeah. last live stream we tried with this new setup and the audio was garbage. So we had to restart it. So we're checking that. The point of this, uh, we did this after our Red River Gorge trip, Sam, which is quickly becoming our most viewed trip video of all time. If you didn't know really? that. Really? The one that, the one that yeah. I was along for? Yeah. Yes, when we went in November to Red River Gorge. Right. And then, you know, it, we thought it'd be fun to kind of, we've had some time to reflect, to like talk about what, what didn't, what went well, what didn't go well, what, um, yeah, you know, so one of, highs, lows, right. one, what one, you do differently, et cetera. So why don't we start out by giving an overview of what we just did? Yeah. So, oh, Sam, you're going to like this. So this is a snazzy production, Ooh. production uh, change here. So uh, we went down to West Virginia and we did two different, done that before. two different backpacking trips. And the first one on the screen here is the, uh, we, we did four days, three nights in the Cranberry Wilderness. So I don't know why this one is highlighted. I think I've clicked over here. Yeah. So we did about 36 miles there on a big loop. And then um, we did four nights, three days, or three, sorry, three nights, four days in Dolly Sods. Yep. So that kind of, and I can, when we're talking about these trips, I can keep this up on the screen, which is pretty slick. Yeah. It's pretty slick. Um, and then um, just to, just to give a shout out, Sam was with us and Miles was also yeah, with us. And we haven't introduced uh, Miles to the podcast. So Miles was in the the very first Shield Brothers Outdoors video. No. Yeah, hike tra- uh, the very first tra- wow. trail trail video was Zaleski. I thought you and I did Zaleski by ourselves. We first. did it after that. Remember we went with him and his buddy Ben. Um, That's right. Yeah, and uh, we had that was like the first trip with the GoPro four, four years ago. It was 2016. Yeah, yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. Miles, podcast rules. When you talk, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta bring it in. Bring it in. All right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There, yeah, there yeah. you go. Um, and we, uh, I've backpacked with him since, but this is his. His second first time being in a Shill Brothers video. Uh, Miles, would you like to say anything about yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a uh, cancer born in 2019. 2019? Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. No, we went to high school with Miles. Um, we've generally done outdoorsy stuff with him. So an OU Bobcat alum. That's right. And so he'll be on this. So on a four-year hiatus from... Show Brothers Outdoors. That's true. Yes. Makes Happy to be back. So, um, and then Andy's, I'm assuming you're watching the comments and yeah, chat. I've got it. So I think let's start with, um, let's start with trip number one. So uh, we'll talk through the kind of specifics of it first. And so this is Cranberry Wilderness. Yeah. It's. <laughs> It, so Should we the, just get it out there? Well, hold on. So those are, that, those that are not familiar, Cranberry Wilderness is in the Monongahela National Forest in West Virginia. Um, it's a black bear sanctuary. Hence the bear spray. On hence the, table. the bear spray. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a there's a quite a quite a hefty trail system running through it. Um, just to kind of uh, 
give you just a very high level overview. I, it was a pain in the butt. <laughs> I was like, okay, so this is what we did. Yeah, that's actually pretty. Uh, this is yeah. the first. Yeah. This is the first day and a half. This is seventeen. It's like seventeen, eighteen miles from. Um, it's called like this parking lot. It's like middle. I don't know. It's on the hiking project. I forget what this is called, but uh, this is the north south trail on top, and then what was this, the middle? I don't know. I don't what know. It was called this part was fantastic. And I wish I could figure out how to pull up the elevation profile because I can. I just don't want to screw with anything. This was all downhill for a day and a half. Yep. Beautiful. Um, this stretch right here. Do you have our, uh, where we camped on there? Uh, it'll be where, no. But you can see where we spent a lot of time yeah. in these clusters because it drops a waypoint every 10 minutes. So, for instance, I believe we stayed here the first night. Yeah. yeah. This is so cool. That makes sense. This is, this is me, like, I think collecting firewood. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this trail goes on the Cranberry River, uh, which is, it was, I think the Cranberry River was awesome. Yeah, so th the definite highlight of this loop was, and, and a lot of people would, would hate on this, and that's okay, but there is, I, I'll, I'll call it a forest road, but it's not really, you're not allowed to have uh, vehicles on it, but there was an 11 mile section of road yeah, right here mm -hmm. of right like here. a gravel road. And, um, you were allowed to bike on it. So what, what the game is here is that people would bike onto this road and there were, sh there's a really nice shelter system about uh, one shelter, about every mile, mile and a half. That's yeah, first come first serve. Try and pull that up on Instagram to show people. I don't know. We There's a picture of it on Instagram. Yeah. There's a really nice shelter system. And what you can do is the Cranberry River is stocked with all sorts of different types of trout. And so people will set up a camp along the, the Cranberry River and they will trout fish up and down the river for days on end. And then we'll, they will bike up and down the, the, yeah. the access road to different fishing spots. And, and there were tons of people and they were caught, they were catching tons of trout. And I, I decided instantly that second that the next time I'm coming to yes. Cranberry Wilderness, I'm doing that style of trip. Yeah. And there's like a, a the rod. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think the yeah. first half was catch and release, but the, yeah, uh, and then it the whole second half was you could keep it. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I guess when we were down further, this dude had a, beautiful what's called a golden trout yeah which yeah. i'd never seen it's before that, that big yellow one big yellow yeah. one and i was like i thought this was catch and release but it does yeah it did as you get closer um it becomes non-catch release so i think a great trip to do there was you drive here to like the base um somewhere oh right here so right here there's a, like a parking lot and a campground yep. you can you drive here bring a bike and like a maybe a trailer and then this nine mile stretch, like to like here, uh, there these shelters are spaced out. So lug your stuff in from the parking lot. Yeah, and I think that'd be a fun trip. Go there for a couple of days, set up shop in one of those shelters. Yeah, and you know, I mean, bring you, up, you can bring like a hundred pounds of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> was that you, the horse rental where you could rent a horse to lug your stuff? Yeah, in? yeah. I don't yeah. know. Oh yeah, yeah. Or if that was part of the the bigger, there are also bigger like army style mash unit they look like mash units to <laughs> yeah. me like uh, were, those were those kind of tents were there that was like a guiding service i think yeah yeah no we saw the signs for it i mean there were businesses that they were set up there and i think they were taking people out on horseback um, i'm sure they had some other stuff yeah and, do, and you can and there's a shelter system but of course there's camping like you can camp anywhere along that river right yeah that's what, that's what we did that's what we did and but we should have stopped so we stayed at one of these for lunch 
and we didn't even consider staying there, and we should have stayed there. Yes. It would have made the next two days much worse in terms of hiking mileage, but we would have been able to stay at one and, of the and we're And that shelter was one of the better ones. It, 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 porch. Yeah. it was, yeah, it had a covered porch. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> buy a bunch of propane, old propane tanks. It had a covered porch, it had two picnic tables, one was covered, one outside. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, the only thing it was missing was the, uh, you know, the fireplace inside the actual shelter. I yeah. Know, how terrible it was outside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it did have the massive outside fire pit. Right, right. So that whole part of the trip, the first day and a half, was awesome. Downhill, easy trail. You're on a gravel road, which kind of sucked there. I didn't. I didn't. I thought I'd like gravel road hiking more. No. But after nine miles of it, no, no, I, it, I did not enjoy it. Yeah, no. Um, so after that section, and and it also also should be known that r- once we hit this road, it was storming. Yeah, multiple times. So another theme of of both the trips we're going to talk about. It rained constantly. Yes, the most rain I've ever been in a, in a well, backpacking situation. It, it, it didn't rain; con- it, it was consistent though, because you know, rain every the same day. Time, you know, during the day, it, it would rain. It would rain intensely, but for a short time. Yeah, because otherwise, we had really, really clear weather. Yeah, for a lot te- of parts. The of temperatures too. were fantastic. Mm-hmm. I was, and we. I, I wanted to get into this. There's, there's no bugs. For how swampy and hot it was. Oh yeah, you think they'd be everywhere? You didn't. You camp like next to a little bog. There were no area, bugs, and then there were no bugs. Yeah. I don't know if that's because like I got a couple bites, but I, but I know like some of you guys did. did I didn't all. get any bites. Yeah. And I think I was like trying to think. I was like wondering if it's because like literally up until we got there, it was cold. It was like twenties, thirties at night up in those mountains, and then mm-hmm. we were there for a freakish wave of warm weather. And I wonder if the bugs just hadn't had time to like. Possible. Yeah, no bugs. They, no bugs. No bugs. So weird. It was great. It was amazing. Couple sweat bees and flies. But, <laughs> yeah, there, yeah. there were tons of, the of flies, everywhere. but you, not yeah. biting flies. What mic? Mm-hmm. What mic is Sam? We need to crank I think it. Up. Sam, are you too? Oh. Sam, I think I am too. Yeah, he is too. Uh, push that. My little low. There you go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought I was too. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought was too high. Well, here's the deal: the volume you're hearing in your headphones. Is set independently of the volume coming uh, out. Raise it. Ta- try to talk more so into you the could, middle of you it. Could think of the you, mic. you think you could think you hear really low, but it's just because your headphones are turned down. It's not because you're actually. Okay. That was actually less than what it was on. Uh, what about the tick situation? So I didn't see. I had a single tick for seven straight days. I had I had one crawling on me, but it wasn't like latched in. And we that did. We permethrin the crap out of yeah, we did before we went there. And we did I tell you, do you know what that is? No, it's a chemical you can apply to your clothes. And sunflowers, it's definitely a plant based extract. Now you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) I was doing it, I should have done this though. And you know what? I did this is a very common agricultural chemical, so like, right? So you got farmers will have it Mm -hmm. to like keep, and I got a concentrate of it and I made my own spray and just took I took all my gear out into that well and just hosed <laughs> it down and then you let it dry and it, it's it's definitely really good for ticks and it's supposed to be good for a little bit good for mosquitoes I believe so yeah I think I've heard same. that too yeah he did yeah. too I, I I just buy a spray that you can get and then I just spray everything and let it dry uh, but uh didn't I didn't see a single tick I don't think I don't think I saw a single mosquito and we were bushwhacking for a while. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And so the sec we have, we have been avoiding getting to the, the dark blue segment. <laughs> we, just, we just don't want to talk <laughs> so about it. I don't want to talk this about it. <laughs> this was the North South trail in uh cranberry wilderness. It's a, it's between, it's around 17, 17 or 18 miles. I think mm-hmm. 
Um, it's entirely uphill. This section in particular, there are there are probably twenty five times where you will lose the trail. More than that. Which section? Maybe a hundred times. Which section the of the trail first, is that again? Uh, so we camped right here. Okay. So so yeah, pretty uh, much all uh, that. This was this was the first day. And this is one of those things this where it's like twelve or thirteen miles all uphill. I don't remember. There's been no maintenance or probably very, very little, little maintenance on the trail for a few years. Oh, you be- think it's that overgrown? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's that it overgrown. So overgrown. Because it'd be random. It'd be so overgrown, and then you happen to stumble upon like a sign, a trail sign mm-hmm. that's in there, and it's just overgrown all around it. So you could not have done this. We could not have done this without a GPS. No. We had two GPSs no. going. This was, so we went to Linville Gorge. Sam, remember how terrible Linville Gorge was? That, not terrible overall, but that like four oh, miles. Oh, well, I mean, it was called the Bushwhack Trail, yeah. so we knew we were going to be bushwhacking I, it. But this I one, thought this might have been worse. Oh, this was way worse. Yeah. So um, I just like, we were literally following a blue line on a GPS, just walking, trying to stay on the line because there was, it was, it was pretty open, but there was no apparent trail from, for like miles at a time. Uh, and it was terrible. At least some sections were open, so you could you could pretty quickly kind of try to get back on yeah. track. I mean, but, look uh, at look at the at, is the average speed. You can't see it on the screen, but it says. Can points. you do like an average speed from like point I, to point? Yeah, on some I, of those? I don't know. No, we went faster than this. Yeah, for sure. Well, and and I also ran it at camp for a while, and we got there. Okay. So uh, okay, so our max speed was three point seven four miles an hour. That would have been on the average road. Six point six two. Yeah. Well, point six two because I ran the, I ran this for um i ran at camp for like three or four hours that eats into our time 4800 feet that's pretty cool sorry you guys can't see this on the screen so one of the other things that kind of sucked about this leg is this is the leg where we actually we were out of water and uh we we were a couple miles out from camp we were out of water and we knew well not out but we were pretty low but 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 we knew that we needed uh we needed a water source before we made camp and we saw that there was a side trail that had a uh, a water indicator on it yeah right there yeah and so we're like okay i guess we'll go down this side trail to try to find some water and then come back up to the trail and and make camp and keep going for a few more miles and mind you at this point it was probably like 3 30 in the afternoon we had done probably about th- we're we were in the deficit probably about three miles we expected to be about three miles past where we were but due to the bushwhacking and moving bushwhacking like a mile was. an hour so it's uh cla- you know sky gets dark it's just i mean straight up thunderstorm and lightning and thunder and um luckily the trail turned into a creek <laughs> Yeah, and, and we just got water from the, the from the, the ground. We, yeah, we just ended up filtering <laughs> off of the trail. I haven't done that in a while. Yeah, but the but it was but it was the it was the storm was no, it wasn't bad. Have you guys no. it was so intense have you, have you, that it just you, filled up so uh, quickly? Have you back flushed your filter? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's one of the last things I haven't. Just done. wait to see it comes. I'm out sure of it. it'll be Not lovely. No. But at that point, we were just done for the day. We we need, we should have accomplished about three right more miles, and as soon as we got that water, we just there up the trail a little bit. There was a good, pretty good campsite. There was a really nice yeah. campsite. It's we just threw we threw a tarp up, waited it out, and then we were thinking about do we continue going a few more miles? 
put the tarp away. But then it was a nice campsite, and we were so exhausted from bushwhacking all day. We're just like, F it. Let's just camp here. We did. Yep. And uh, we had a great fire that night. We had a great fire every night. We had a great fire, and it rained all the time, but we had big, good fires every night. And this is the first Mm -hmm. trip where I've really, like, made a proactive attempt to dry stuff out at a fire every night. Yep. Which I I thought was helpful. Yeah, we did well. Um, You know, know, considering how much rain we got, especially the first couple nights, you know, kind of apprehensive you're gonna get this gun we need to do it and you know it really actually wasn't that hard yeah well you we guys well, fire <laughs> you guys were fire doubters I, oh i was One a doubter for I sure I, I i did not believe that this was going to get done after the deluge and, yeah uh, you underestimated the f- type of fire starter i bring on <laughs> I know, you, you brought some salt i mean i don't think they're anything special but a brick of no, peat moss and wax i buy like these mini for trips where i know it's raining all the time or it's cold I have other fire starters for better conditions, but if it's raining all the time or it's going to be winter and cold, I bring this. It's a bunch of companies make it. Duraflame makes it. And I cut off tiny little like chunks of it, like little bricks. It looks like poop. <laughs> looks like poop. Yeah. Kind of. Petrified. Um, it doesn't, it smells fine. And I cut those up and bring those out. And those, those, those will burn for like 20 minutes at like, like you can use those to start a fire in wet conditions. Well, we did. Yeah. Like a regular con ball. (laughs) Remember a con ball fire starter would not have worked in those conditions. Yeah. Not that goes too fast. Yeah. Um, The wood was just, I mean, it rained every day and I think it rained every night. Yeah, it did. So the wood, I mean, all the wood was saturated. We, we never had dry tarps. No, we, we had to put our tarps out every night. Except the first night, we were tarpless Did the we first know? night. Yeah, we we. Oh we, yeah, 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 yeah. And right. um, so let's talk about any equipment. Okay, any, any equipment things so, that we do differently. I well, know, I have some. I I think um one thing that's interesting. So this is a black bear sanctuary, and not that we needed to, but we all carried bear spray. And this was pretty funny. It, it was funny. <laughs> the first time we've ever even actually. Yeah. I, I All think of us armed we've been, with in, we've been in worse bear situations before. <laughs> no, I, I and I think the reason that we carried bear spray is because we just wanted something to do something different. And we're just like, oh, it it's was, a black bear it was sanctuary. Cool that we all had it. Yeah, <laughs> we all had bear spray. <laughs> uh, definitely statistically speaking, unnecessary. Yes. But, uh, probably but hey, that rotate. thing. It's and better we to practice all good bear these, Not only did we all carry it, we all carried it like. Cocked and at the ready. Yeah. <laughs> so like we were safe. We, we had a few close calls with people's dogs. I mean, yeah, we, were, <laughs> so we were joking about we people's, you know, you know, dogs or just, you know, strange things that were not bears. We However, we did see a lot of bear related signs. Bear scat. Yeah. Or, or, or a, lot yes. bear yeah. a lot of bear poop. A lot of bear poop guy. Mm-hmm. Miles scat especially. Expert. So Sam is the herpetologist and Miles is the scat man. Yeah, he's good at identifying animal poop, which is a good skill. Which is good in bear country. Next, you need to yep. get into like how fresh is it. Oh, I already, I'm already into that. Okay. Yeah, don't worry about that. How they were yeah. eating, which direction? Yeah, you know, which direction they were moving. But there, there was the signs mood. of bear, not just bear poop, but there were signs of bear everywhere. And we had one animal encounter. Well, we had. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny one. Yeah, this is good. I love how you guys. Who, uh, who wants to tell a story? You guys, you guys first. Well, I guess it. yes. Yeah. We actually we did. It, um, well, uh, this is about so, what ten thirty. Yeah, it's about ten thirty. I, I, just, at, I at hear this a, at this last campsite. This is, oh yeah, in Cranberry. Uh, the yeah, final the, evening. This one right here. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I, I just I, I heard like a, like a like. You know, like an angry, agitated snarl, and and I'm thinking, you know, this. I, I really, I have no idea what it was. I'm thinking it's maybe 
maybe a hog or something. Right. I, I have no idea. And uh, Miles asked me, hey, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Or I'm like, yeah, yeah, I heard it. And, uh, you know, I'm also thinking, I'm like, well, crap, Andy's, you know, he's got his headphones in, you know. If we actually <laughs> do it, if we do I it. I have my headphones in. I, I know. Yeah, I, 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 Andy did. I can't uh, believe yeah. I didn't wake up. Well, then you, eventually you did wake up a few minutes later and then... Um, well, then someone someone mentions bear and Andy immediately wakes up. I think. Well, you guys. No, were I like, heard you guys yelling at like, me. Oh, oh, okay. I'm like, some, some animals came through some, camp. Some man. Animal, I don't know what the <laughs> hell it was. Because after after I heard that that snarl, I heard it. It, it was. It sounded like it was agitated, and then I could tell. Just you know, it was it was moving away from us, and uh, then I could tell because it was still doing it, but it was getting fainter as it as yeah. it moved. Mm-hmm. And then I knew, you know, as soon as it it left, and then we started talking about it and. And it must have been Andy, yeah, that suggested, oh, yeah, that's deer. Well, no, it started, it came back yeah. like 10 minutes later. Yeah, it came oh, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, heard we, yeah we heard it a couple and times. I started right. yelling yeah. at him. Yeah, okay, I was we, like, that's okay, a deer snorting, We heard right? it a couple times, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, then you realized it was the deer snorting and you confirmed it. So yeah. When you yeah. Said, I never heard that. When you said uh, yeah. it sounded like an animal was struggling to breathe. Struggling, like, yeah, like, that's right. That's what? what I said. I was like, is this a squatch? Right. And then it clicked when I heard it again. I was like, that does sound like an animal struggling to breathe. breathe. So mm-hmm. the deer were snorting at us and it yes. snorted at us. It was really close. And that's why it was, it was really it loud and intense. And that's it kind of loud. It was, scary. It was kind of a lot. You don't know what it is. I, I didn't scary. know what it was. Yeah. So it was a bit alarming. We it's had the a, bear mace ready to go. Yeah. Oh, we, we, I, I was clutching yeah, mine uh, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> Even though I was pretty sure that wasn't a bear, but it was something that I might have used right. it on anyway. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah. I, uh, I've heard, we've now heard quite a bit of, uh, of, of the deer, deer snorting. The deer snorting, if you don't know what it is, is pretty scary sounding. It yeah, it's mm-hmm. freaky. Yep. It's different. Um, it's different. It just, it sounds, it sounds like exactly it, it, what it is. That would have never like crossed a, a my mind. large animal snorting at you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's usually like, I, I, I guess it's like, maybe like they sense danger or, or maybe they're being territorial. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but they don't see you, but they start snorting. Oh, we're gonna oh, get some noise. Nice. Let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that was it. No. Oh. No, that's this doesn't no, sound like I mean no. that is a that, that is one yeah. snorting, but that's not a that's not a good snort. Sounds more like my cat. It does sound like a cat. Do it again. So that look at Yeah, it yeah. sounds like that. Yeah, but do, we can do better than that. Do it. Do it. Uh, go this, back. You're more like much a more of a grunting. Snarl, yeah, a grunt. like, yeah. 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 Not Here we flaps. go. This, this is hissing, though. It was more of a hissing, yeah. It sounded like yeah, a was, snort. Oh, come on. It's, I've never seen what they look like when they do this, though. Check that. Uh, up Deer stomps and snorts. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty simple. That was the noise. Yeah, yeah that last one. Look at so they are pissed off at you. <laughs> Stamping down. Yeah, interesting. In their territory. I've never seen, yeah. Okay, make the make the noise, guy. Come on. That last one made the noise, yeah. though, yeah, for sure. Okay. Oh, they are pissed. Come hey, on. You're getting two X. Yeah, that's like the universal sign for displeasure. <laughs> We're gonna hear it in two x speed. <laughs> oh, no, and all right, come on. <laughs> Those are geese. All right, anyway. Yeah, all right, so anyway, it. Uh, 
It's it's different, and, and, and they're loud. And we've, we have heard that a lot. Yeah. Um, All over Ohio. But it was an alarming noise at 1030 to wake you up. Yeah. yeah. And it did it. It did it multiple times. Uh, like it did it at like 11, 1130. And it was moving around us. Because mm-hmm. at one point when it was, was back by you. I, was, I wasn't even asleep by then. So I was just, you know. Kind of in the in the midst of it, and <laughs> all of a sudden you just get you know jarred awake by that. Yeah, it's pretty freaky. Um, <laughs> other than that, though, no animal encounters. Nah. Other than a lot of bear poop, a lot of salamanders, nope. a lot of salamanders, <laughs> a lot of snakes at a field mouse. Yeah. Snakes. Um, so what what would we do differently about this trail? I think it's kind of obvious if we go back. We're not doing this section. Not doing the north-south trail. Right. So there's another loop that's very popular that's this. So you take this to like here or here somewhere, and then you cut up. And you, and that's like what a lot of people do. Yeah. Part of, I guess part if of it wasn't three, for that one yeah. section, you know, on the uphill days that, you know, we like were right kept in the law. If, yeah. if, I mean, if it wasn't for that, you know, it wasn't really a problem. But part, part of day three was actually pretty enjoyable, I thought, on that on that trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, it was cool. Um, all right. Any, uh, any gear fails? I mean, it rained a lot. A lot so oh, I was glad was, I brought my rain skirt. This is <laughs> murderous on uh, on poles again. Murderous oh, on poles. Mur- we lost. We lo- I mean, we, everybody we did. Go, everybody lose four? a pole. We lost. Oh, technically, we lost four poles this trip. But yours yeah. wasn't trail related. My mine wasn't trail uh, related. Okay, so. We lost two poles here, and we lost a pole in Dolly Sods, which we'll get to. But I mean, when when you when you're like on such uneven rocky ground all the time. They'll just, you'll just catch well, It could have been in. worse. I just remember, you know, so many times, you know, you put the pole down and you keep going and you, you, you try to pull it, you know, yeah. it gets caught on the rock or your stride yeah. gets out of sync. And yeah. It just snaps at the bottom. Well, yeah. I think one of the cool gear related things here is like, this is the most amount of, of rain. This whole week was the most amount of rain I've ever backpacked in. And, uh, my, my waterproofing strategy worked flawlessly. So yeah. I had uh I had the I, too. I had the Nyloflume bag with one quilt in it and spare clothes and then I had a dry bag with my underquilt in it and then inside of my Dyneema pack everything stayed nice and dry through constant rain which was also likely because your pack is also Exactly dry. exactly <laughs> redundancy Miles's <laughs> pack was not waterproof Yeah I had the uh your, poor man's waterproof where your, I put everything in a Ziploc bag <laughs> For the second trip, but here <laughs> your your quilts just got wet. It got right? a little wet, yeah. But luckily the temps were perfect. Oh, the yeah, temps, temps were so good. It felt so good. It felt so good. I think that's why. I, that's why I, I think I slept better than I ever have on any trip. The perfect sleeping temperature for me outside is like fifty five. Yeah, and, that, and that's what it was yeah. like every night, right? Somewhere in the fifties. Yeah, and uh, it was such a good change of pace from doing winter trips where you wake up and it's like twenty degrees. Yeah, waking up when it's, it's like fifty five, you don't want to move. It's fantastic. <laughs> And it's probably I, why we, we, we got up and started, you know, just putting everything away and packing yeah, we, up and we, changing up the routine. We deployed a new camp strategy, a much more efficient strategy yeah. to where what uh what I'll do at least is similar to what you guys do is I'll wake up, I'll immediately make coffee and then drink coffee while I'm putting stuff like immediately start putting stuff back. Okay, back. that's close enough. Yeah, I just got up and start closing start, up shop I like before it. I make food yeah. and breakfast too. Yeah, so then you can eat your food and have your coffee and then and just you, minimal stuff is yeah, left after right. that. And we, we, we ended up getting out of camp between like 8.30 and 9. 8.30, 9.30 most, most it's, mornings. It's definitely easier to do that when it's, you know, fit, you know close yeah, when to it's 60 degrees. And if it's beautiful <laughs> yeah. outside and, you know, yeah. it's a crisp morning instead of just, you know, just, you know, just ugh, yeah. like in January. It's great. <laughs> and um, 
I try. I brought some new fun packet gourmet breakfast. I had a, I had good breakfast this time and good coffee. I was happy with that. And we had great campsites along yeah. oh, creeks, the, rivers, yeah. or streams every night. Every one of our sites which were makes great. a huge mm-hmm. difference. Oh yeah. yeah. Except the only one that wasn't on a creek was the one where we got caught yeah. in the storm, but it was a yeah, nice campsite. Right. That's true, but it was a nice camp. And we had good campsites aside from the placement most nights. The first night campsite was a little eh, but every other night we had fantastic campsites, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. which really makes the trip well. So, uh, what are all what are our overall thoughts of cranberry? <laughs> I'm not. Do- I, I would recommend it if you. I would recommend it if you want to go fishing and you want to set up a base camp. And have a have a nice relaxing extended weekend fishing for trout and eating trout. Yeah, yeah, that, definitely that. a great fishing. I think next time I'm gonna go there. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. just post up in one of those shelters. As far as the backpacking, slay, slay trout all day. Yeah, I, I've so I've now done a backpacking loop there, and I am good. <laughs> yeah, I would consider staying on this for something like an out and back. Maybe do a two day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this section of trail, which was really trail. Was it's good. just the north-south trail yeah. sections that we just we couldn't get past. And we got lost. This especially is brutal. Yeah. I mean, it's... Avoid that. I mean, we're, we're complaining about it, you know, and, you know, it could entirely be up to us to say, hey, you know, we need some volunteers to improve the trail. Why don't you get your ass out there and <laughs> improve the trail instead of complaining about it? But... <laughs> it is what it is. We took the trail how we found we it. We could volunteer to go back and yeah. pass. We probably yeah. could. Yeah. But, however, <laughs> assuming we don't. Um, um, okay. I, I All right. Bits, there's, there's no open area. I mean, there weren't really any scenic areas. No. So no, just no, the no, you're, just, no you're, you're just really in the canopy mm. the whole time. But uh, the fairy um, forests. I mean, I mean, yeah, you have the neat, you know, <laughs> you have the neat environments, uh, you know, that change in the forest, but... You know, there's always so much variety you're getting out there. So, so. the cool part about the cranberry is you'll go through like this yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I think I think they can see this. Yeah. Kind of. It's kind of like off the right. Anyway, Sam calls them fairy forests. Well, there's yeah, they're, they're just like like the ground's entirely covered with the moss. And they have the, you know, the pine trees and these yeah. little clusters of those little three so foot that, pines. Yeah. yeah. So cranberry some of the ferns like coming that, out. A, a yeah. lot of it. But really like. What twenty percent? Twenty percent of the trail looked like that. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, then you can like the little sections of but it. But that part is very unique. I don't know if I've ever seen neat. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was very cool. But when you lose the trail, you have to walk through that. You have of to course, walk over. Yeah, it. I, I know because a lot of times it, it just looks like that bumpy. throughout. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Should we move on to uh, Dolly Sods? Yeah, and I think uh, one any thing. La- any last comments? Well, uh, the one last comment, and this is the. The same for Dolly Sods. The entire trail was mud or underwater. Oh, we haven't touched on that. Yeah. You so don't expect dry. Bring feet. all the socks. <laughs> bring all the socks. I mean, I mean, yeah. Think about you know the shoes you're wearing too. Just yeah. you know, as far as like blisters and um, you know just you know what you're comfortable. You know how quickly you're comfortable getting your feet wet. Yeah. yeah. And when when you're bushwhacking all day through weird terrain, like you're gonna develop hot spots a lot easier on your feet. Yeah. Um, so it was so muddy, so muddy. It didn't bother me that much though. No, you just live with it. Cause it was warm. Yeah. If it was cold, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. So we did, we finished this trip up, hiked in on a Saturday, hiked out on a Tuesday. And then Tuesday night yep. we stayed in Elkins, West Virginia. Shout out to big timber. Sam doesn't have the can anymore. Uh, I'll oh, be right here first, to first, big timber brewing in first, Elkins. Yeah. Shout out to Travis. He's, he's watching Travis <laughs> hooked us up. Awesome. Thanks, Travis. Um, yeah, seriously, that was cool. Um, anyway, great night in Elkins. 
Then the next morning, we drove about an hour and entered Dolly Sods. So first thing, um, we, had, we we had to change the trip a little bit because yeah. they changed the, the parking protocols there. So um, usually, so this is this actually is a good picture of the overview of Dolly Sods. Dolly Sods is more like this. It's like a rectangular shape of of sod in in, in Nongahela National Forest but we usually like to come in in the middle which is more kind of up on the elevation and then Blackbird Knob this is Blackbird Knob but you're not allowed to park there overnight anymore um, so we went down to well, yeah, yeah not yeah. technically. We obeyed the we obeyed the rules. Though. Yes, we, well, we, we just couldn't get a permit, so yeah. we didn't want to be without. Yeah, so we went down to Red Creek down here, and we we went at, we did a like a twenty five mile, I don't know, and, and I, thirty mile out and back over four days, three nights. And and I will say too, like if if uh, people are interested in going to Dolly Sods, this is an like what we did here is an excellent loop. This is an excellent is, yeah. loop. It gets you it gets you to all the main sites. I mean, it's a th- it's a solid three days yeah but this is i mean you go up and down the whole sods you start at the, the very base and you go up uh so the first night we started at red creek and we went up and i'm trying to th- see if we can see where we stayed i think we stayed right around here there's not i usually i turned the, the GPS. big stone coal yeah so we mm-hmm. started at red creek we hiked up to this is that ski resort how funny is that that's yeah, on really there close. um we stayed at that we stayed on the big stone coal trail yeah, there's and a bunch of cool campsites. What might be the coolest campsite? It's it's my today. favorite it's campsite. Andy's favorite. I've been there before. With, uh, the one we stayed at the first yeah, night. Yeah, yeah Kevin and I have favorite. been there. Before. Okay, it's a yeah, pretty no, good it, it's a great campsite. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, it's on. It's 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 very cool because it's in like a tiny little, very clear pine group of pines on the on the creek, obviously. Yeah. And then behind it is a grassy area that's very open with the creek running. With a creek, so you have a creek on both sides of you, and then the. I, I like that open area, yeah. you know. Well, and, and there's a lot of there's several campsites right along there's, there too. Yeah. There are campsites, and, and the and the creek here. just kind of winds its way through, and um, yeah, right along there you'll find. Um, but we lots had everything. Of good ones. Big, so good though. Big fire. We had a creek, and we and because it's the first night, and we didn't do this on on the. Oh yeah, you brought in Bodie the first leg. I did. Oh, we, we sure did. In, we hiked in a bunch of fresh, big, big timber crap brews and chilled them in the. Is this Red Creek? It's oh. a no. It's a tributary. Yeah, it's a tributary. We Stone Cold Run. Stone Cold, okay. Yeah. So we stayed at Stone Cold Run, and uh, I think it was a sweet campsite. I yeah. I think we get we are all in agreement. It was the best one of the trip. Yep. But and the other ones we had fantastic campsites here. Yes. Every campsite on this trip was a triple A plus bond rated campsite, <laughs> and we passed several fantastic good campsites ones too. Like the whole, yep. Yeah. The whole um, way. The camping at Dolly Sods is so good. Yep. Um, it's so good. And, and by like every camp had a big, big creek. It had a clear, big firing. It had for those heathens stone chairs. <laughs> people who don't bring their chairs at all. Of them. And we never really struggled too much for firewood at any of them. No, we had big yeah. and we had like five or six hour fires at, every night, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The last night was probably the only night we. We really struggled for firewood. Yeah. Yes. We were in but, a popular uh, place. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah. Miles kind of created a new fire yeah. strategy. We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> you know what? <I> <laughs> no. 
That one's uh, not going on here. We would <laughs> say we had a great fire. Um, so first day hike up here, stay around here somewhere. Yeah. Probably like I think like four miles because we were we drove in from Elkins. Yeah, it was a it was a relatively it, it was a low mileage day. It was all uphill. And then day two, the weather was looking nice, so we decided we wanted to take advantage of that and hit the northern sods, which is like the big open vistas. So that's like the rocky. No, that's the. Um, it's big stone Ra- coal to Rocky Ridge to Raven Ridge to Ravens Ridge. So it's this. Yeah. And that's like um, that's up there where you've got the pointer and stayed there. So that, the, day that's that. like the most what people consider the most the most picturesque part and of Dolly's this odds. day of hiking was easily my favorite day of hiking the entire trip. Easily. Yeah. You had a we pretty much panoramic view, panoramic the, whole, view the whole time. Yeah. Open the whole time. Sick drone shots. Um, <laughs> It didn't rain during the day, Mm-mm. this day. It was muddy, but it wasn't that bad when we were up top. Well, I mean, you just, you got to know, like, you go anywhere in the spring, like Dolly Sods or Granberry, those gonna trails are going to be underwater. So muddy. And, and that's just the way it is. And that's so why you just muddy. make sure when you get to camp, you got a way of maybe getting out of your wet shoes and drying your feet out. And those, like... I don't even know. I do. I, Dolly Sauce was definitely worse with for mud, right? Yes. Between the two. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. And there was like, would you say five percent of the trail was dry? Le- no, less than that. I think less than that. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any of it was dry. No, there right. were like yeah. there were like ten or twenty foot segments. No. Oh, oh, okay. Well, maybe, yeah. Maybe segments. <laughs> then you would just go through that, and then you just hear the. You know, right back in. Yeah. yeah. We made about an hour each day before we just avoided. Or and that we, that really slowed. Yeah, you would say. Like, you, you make it an hour with dry you try to stay mass. dry and you just give up and, and just walk through the puddles. Um, but I, I I really, I'd never done, all, we'd never really done that before all day. Even in Cranberry. I don't realize how much slower that makes hiking go. When, even if you're not trying to get your feet wet, it's just slogging through that mud. Yeah, yeah, and we're trying to avoid it. We're walking on the edges, stepping over the rocks, right. and we're not really slow hikers, so that's no. But that was going, what, we were like, under two miles an hour. Yeah, and, some uh, parts of that, yeah, and see, for sure. you got like at some point, it just becomes too mentally exhausting to try to figure out how to keep your feet dry. And plus, plus, it, you just go. It is kind of bad for the trail when everybody's making side trails around it. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Depends what shoes yeah, you have to. Some yeah. shoes will, will get soaked sooner yeah. than others. Too. No, I, that's why I say, like, and especially knowing Dolly Sods. Like, Dolly Sods, like, it's got the word sod in it, which is basically a sponge. It was and, very spongy. Yeah, and so you're going to get wet there, mm-hmm. and and there's really no avoiding it. And so you just it's have just to part embrace of the preparation. it. Yeah, you just yeah. got to embrace yeah. it. Bring more socks than you think you need. And camp shoes. And, oh, how good. Bring some footwear, yeah, for camp. I think having <laughs> camp shoes of any trip I've been on, this trip was most necessary for Yeah, me. and camp shoes are so controversial. Camp shoes are controversial, <laughs> but if you're... No because they're Ultralight, bro. They weigh, they That's why you bring a light pair of camp shoes. Um, <laughs> but hiking all day with when your feet are wet is a different story. Yeah. And that's bad for your feet. You got to. Yeah, it's bad anyway. Yeah. yeah. yeah if dry. you already have blisters too, I mean, you don't want to. I mean, I found, you imagine like getting an infection on your foot? Out I there? found that 
with wet feet all day, I was more prone to getting blisters. See, absolutely, I, I no. was yeah. not. You weren't. No. Maybe it's the shoe I'm in. No, I, I mean, I haven't gotten them anymore. No. I think it's the I shoe because I've hiked with wet feet all day in, what, in your shoes, and they're they're. I never got blisters. What what got? I got. I never got blisters, but I got I got hot spots in cranberry from that bushwhack, and then it was in top rock to rock bushwhack, and it was yeah, just a lot of yeah. pounding on my feet. Yeah, um, but. I, I I luckily picked up some athletic tape in between the two trips and I was good from a blister standpoint. I don't know, but, uh, that's a, fr- I'd never, I'd never developed blisters from hiking before, before this trip, which is crazy. that it's been this long that yeah. I've, I've never gotten blisters. It's ultras, man. Yeah, I know. I know. I need to get the ultras. Um, but yeah, camp shoes are controversial. Because they weigh stuff, but when your feet are wet all day, they you have got to dry them at night. Yes. Period. End Fight of story. Yeah. How much? How much do you guys weigh your camp shoes? Too much. I mean, <laughs> six ounces maybe. Yeah. And they're like you can't get much lighter than those. Yeah. I mean, but they're so worth it though. I mean, I, you can go. Uh, well, so you can gather it. wood. You, I could, I could cross yeah. the river. I could yeah. go out in the river with. I've, them. I've never hiked in this much rain before, and so like this was the first time I ever really felt the solid need to get out of wet shoes at the end of the day. And so I didn't bring them for cranberry, but I had them in the car and took them into the sods, and and way so happy I did. Yeah, so. you didn't have them the first leg. No. None of you guys no, did. No, no, I, no, uh, none of us did. And then we said, that's going to have to change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sam went to Walmart, bought some $9 Walmart camp shoes. That's probably, what, that's probably yeah. you, bro. Dollar for the dollar, the best sandals. purchase I've ever made. Yeah. <laughs> Sam got some. For hiking. I wouldn't call them Crocs, but some rubber water shoes. They're, they're, yeah. Very patriotic. What is the technical name of those? Like, what was on the price tag? Oh, they, they were like aqua shoes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart. Um, and then, so the, the second day after all this ridge walking, we, uh, this is kind of interesting call out. We, we, our trace goes down and back versus this way. Um, so this is the, uh, oh, my mouse is so far away. This is the Bear Rocks area. And we stayed, we stayed down at the base of Bear Rocks, which is, would you say that is the... No, that's not true. This is the third best campsite of the trip. The second yeah. best was the next one we'll get to. And the reason we stayed there is because we have stayed at that camping, at that general area before, and it's got some really nice camping along along the, the top of Red Creek, which is really nice. Is that that and, is Red Creek. Yeah, yeah that there. was by Red Creek we stayed there. Yeah, right, yep. it is. Yeah. So we stayed right here. Yep. Yeah. And, um, it's cool these trails are. Yeah, when we got our butts kicked in the winter, we also stayed in that area. And then when Kevin and I went there years ago, we also stayed there. So like, actually, the places that we stayed the first night and then that night, the reason we stayed there is because we had been there before and it, it was nice. Yeah, great campsite. We got to camp and then immediately, and I got video of it. Oh, the, we were so lucky. Immediately, yeah. we literally got yeah, everything set up in the biggest the most am- amount of rain I've ever encountered in a single bout of thunderstorm backpacking happened. Yep. And that was a weird one too, because I was 45 setting 45 minutes of heavy and then yeah. thunder and lightning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the first. Uh, so the, w- the thing that sucked about that was normally when I get to camp, if it's not raining, obviously I set up my hammock first and right. then and then I put the underquilt on. I get I get everything in the hammock, and then the last thing I do is string up yeah, the tarp. Put the tarp up. So it's it's clear and dry when we get there. I set up my hammock. I got my quilts out, and then out of nowhere, it just starts pouring rain, and I don't have my tarp up. So we all scramble to get our tarps up. <laughs> my hammock it, got wet. I yeah. had to towel it off. No, no. Really? My my yeah. top. I got, my top, I got lucky. Enough. My top quilt got wet, 
and um, which really pissed me off. Mm-hmm. But luckily, it you know that rain lasted like forty five minutes, and then it so it dried out. It dried out by the by the evening. I mean, I remember getting into it, yeah, and Murray? it was like it's a little. It was a little damp, but it was fine. Um, another item I don't bring on every trip, but when I bring it, I'm so happy. Is I have a an, an actual MSR camp towel. That's like just made. You guys brought them too. Like a microfiber towel. Like a microfiber right, towel. Right, yeah. And I never, I don't bring it on a lot, of, but it's nice to have something that really absorbs water. So I use that to dry the banyan out. Because yep. I was in the middle of getting my tarp up when it really started raining. So the hammock got, hammock took took on some water that. Don't always had. need it, but. Yeah. You're glad you have it when you do. Yeah. Um, th- some things I brought that I didn't need to, which you guys didn't and I shouldn't have on the second trip was I brought a puffy jacket and a pair of like lightweight fleece pants, which I did wear in the mornings, but the temperatures throughout both legs of these trips didn't go below 55 probably. And yeah. you did not. Could have worn shorts the whole time. Yeah. Yep. I left yeah. my puffy at home or I, in the car. I should have, um, I should have left the puffy in the car, but I was just like, yeah, my pack was so light. Um, I was like, we would have stayed one more day though. You would have needed, yeah, because it, it dropped twenty degrees, right? And I th- and I think uh, the morning we woke up on the last morning was like the best, the most ideal wake up backcountry yesterday morning environment I've ever been. Yeah, in. Oh, yeah, that was great because we were right temperature on temperature was perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't cold. We were right on the creek. The sun was. Just coming in. Yeah, it was slowly coming up. It was, oh. already, it was already up over the trees, but it was just slowly filtering through at various points. Yeah. So this is a very, very nice morning. Little, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a little morning fire such going nice, Yeah, you yeah. made a morning fire. A little morning fire. Such a nice night. Um, did I did I tell you that the, the evening before, the, the two dudes came in. Do you remember those two dudes coming in at like 9.30 p.m.? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> so <laughs> I spoke with them. Oh, you did? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Are you talking about the... the Two ladies or the two guys? No, the two dudes that came in that were that were hacking wood in the morning. They oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, 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 this is a, at the next night. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. That They were, yeah. So <laughs> they got to camp at like 9.30 and like, we go to bed. I we was, go to bed I, early. I was, I I was go in to bed, bed early. by 10. Pitch black. Yeah. yeah. And they, they came they, to a they camp came at 9.30 over? last night? That last night? I didn't know that. They were We were still up. I know because they, they were by me. I was I was in bed. I was. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I just see this dude. Uh, he just like he was clearly collecting wood, and he and he just looks over at me and he sees me and he goes, "Oh, well, sorry." And he like ran away. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I think that's something I would do. Like, I didn't know we were there. It was pretty, it was really funny. They came back at like ten thirty. We're like collecting wood. Yeah, and they came. Their yeah, around. yeah. They got to camp at nine thirty and were starting uh, a fire. They, I don't think they actually it, successfully started. One. No, I think it. Lasted for about 10 minutes or Oh, five. they did? Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I was just like, God, A, that sucks that they got there at 930. And B, I thought it was hilarious, the little encounter where he stumbled <laughs> upon me. And he's, like, he's like, oh, my God, sorry. And I was like, good. <laughs> get out of here. They were, yeah. they, uh, they, one of those dudes is wearing an Ohio State shirt, I saw actually. that. I saw that. Um, okay, so we got to get there first in our little debrief. So we, we left. What's going on here? All right, so we left camp at Bear Rocks. The reason we hiked back up here was because this trail isn't on here. Oh, uh, I can satellite if I go in. You could probably see it. Dobbin Grade. Dobbin this is called Grade. Dobbin Grade Trail, and Andy and I have hiked it. It is 
notorious for being awful, and I have no doubt it would have been in the worst conditions I, ever been. No, you. Why you, was it terrible? You, you get. You can get up muddy. to your knees in like, mud, knee, and it's not like oh, like mud, like ankle deep mud. We walked through. It's like you every step you're sinking into your knee, and like your shoes could easily not come out of the mud. Yeah, we've done it. Yeah, we did it once. Yeah. So uh, we hiked back up to Bear Rocks and took what was a very. This was a great trail. This mm. upper Red Creek to Red Creek Trail yeah. down here, I think, other than this, is like my second favorite. Yeah, it's that, really nice. the uh, the upper The upper Red Creek and Red Creek is 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 a, a good like you you transition from the woods into the open area, and you get to see that oh, transition. Yeah, it's a lot cool. of cool open campsites out there too. It's all downhill yeah. too. Man, if you if if people are into like dry camping or hauling water, there's so many cool campsites in the pines up top. Yeah, it's just not that far small from ones water. dispersed. I mean, especially if it's wet. I mean, there's a lot of little streams yeah. and just. I mean, yeah. if you don't mind, you know, up pumping dirty area. water. Yeah. <laughs> within like two miles of a stream, wherever you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But this, and then, and then, so at the end of the third day, we stayed um, probably right there, right here. No, no, no. We stayed right here. Yeah, the cluster. Yeah. So we stayed at what was definitely the second best campsite of the trip. Yeah. The the what I don't like about this right. area though. This is Red Creek. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. This is sick. Oh, right there, you here. Can see this. Yeah. Yeah, what I don't like about this area is it's very popular for camping. Yeah, so there, yeah, there's campsites all along this, and probably well, not so many down here. Yeah, but like all along here, there's we were and we were originally going to go up to the top of uh, Breath Mountain to see Lion's Head. And yeah, we haven't talked about that. That trail's right here. Yeah, we decided not to because the weather was going to get crummy that night, and it's very exposed to the top, and it's dry and. Red, it was beautiful out, sunny, and Red Creek looked so amazing. And there were great campsites, even though it was so. We, we took the farthest campsite away from everybody that we could find and uh, decided to stay on Red Creek, and it was great. Oh my God. Fantastic campsite. Everyone was along the Roaring Creek. Huge firing, biggest yeah. firing of the trip. Most wooden, most, uh, not wooden, most rock chairs of any site we've <laughs> Busy, um, busiest campsite of the trip, though, too, yeah. as well. Yeah, there was and we knew that. Well, that was also yeah. Friday night. Yeah. It was Friday, Friday night. came to the yeah. weekend. Yep. yep. Um, but it was fantastic. And then, um, so it's funny. So what we were going to do, Andy talked about, was come up here and stay up here. Yeah. So that's Breath Mountain, Lion's Head area. We've done that before. In hindsight, the weather would have been fine. It would have been fine. It, w- it, it would have been fine, yeah. You're and right. It looks like you hit a water source right here. Uh, is that a water source, or is it just open? Maybe it's just open. I don't oh, know. Oh, no, right there. See? Um, Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> we, just, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm glad we stayed. The campsite here was, was much better. Um, and then the last day, we had five and a half miles back out. So uh, the mileage, so we did 36 miles in Cranberry. I think we did maybe 25 here. Yeah, we didn't do much, Dolly Sods. There's not a lot to do there. Yeah. Like in terms of mileage wise. We wanted, like Cranberry was a slog and uh, we wanted something a little bit easier, more views. After three days at Cranberry. Yeah. We just felt it afterward coming out of there. (laughs) Yeah. Just like. Um, This, I stand by, I think this is. I think this is definitely the best backpacking within five hours of where we live. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. better. Pictured rocks is the only thing that's better within nine hours. But I've never done the Smokies, and the Smokies are within Smokies nine. within nine. Yeah. The Smokies, Smokies are probably just as cool, if not cooler than. Yeah. The, I've yeah. been there. I've never back back there. Um, but I think this place for five hours from where we live. This place is legit. Yeah, yeah. Dolly Sods is great. It's a great place to bring your wife or girlfriend. <laughs> this is, and you go through it, a lot of unique. You, it's fairly simple. Yeah. So you stay. You st- what you do? Everybody does this. You stay up here, you park up here, and then this, bare is, rocks. Yeah, this is bare rocks, and then you camp up in here somewhere. And remember, there are sweet sites coming down here, if you guys remember, and there's a really sweet site. So you just come here, and it's like a couple miles. It's easy. Yeah. It's go, not wooded. Go hang out in the upper sides. Go hang out in the upper sides. I think that's a great area to bring. Ooh, good comment. Grayson Highlands. That's a six-hour. Mount Rogers. Hey, Grayson, right. I, I, we had a great time oh, there. Right. So true <laughs> story. When I was doing this, I was thinking about a how sick Grayson Highlands and Mount Rogers was. Where's that? That might be better. Yeah. But it's six hours. It's Where is Virginia, that at? Virginia. Virginia. Okay. Oh, that's a great question. That was question. a year ago we did. Do you think Memorial Day dude, that year. area? So so hold on. So picturesque. Yeah, but here's I, I really here's, like here's where Dolly Sods wins. Dolly Sods is bigger than the Mount Rogers recreational area. Yes, true. And so there's a lot more I think that there's a lot more stuff spread out in Dolly Sods to see and experience. Now, Grayson is packed into a very small like state park, and then Mount Rogers right next to it is also very pretty. But that, like, there's more to do here. There's more to do here, but I think, but that's a good I think maybe but, yeah. mile, mile for mile, the views, doing that, that exposed area in Grayson Highlands. Yes. Where you almost die, yes. Is, <laughs> is, I think that's cooler than this. Yeah, Mount uh, Rogers yeah, is yeah, amazing. Yeah, I know. That's, there's uh, really yeah. nothing like that area. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. But it is a further drive. And so a little bit further, a little bit further. so maybe the best within six hours is Grayson Highlands, but the best within five hours is certainly Dolly Sods. Sods. Yeah, for sure. If you're in that area, go there. And we're saying Grayson, but it's really Mount Rogers. It's really Mount Rogers. Yeah. Um, Grayson is yeah. only a really small part of it. Yeah, that's true. But Grayson is the cool part of it, isn't it? it no, Mount Rogers is the cool <laughs> part of it. <laughs> um, so what would we do? What would we have done differently for this trip? Um, there's a couple... There's an area, I forget what it's called, but it's down towards Red Creek a little bit more that um, you kind of get up on the top of, tops of some cliffs that I've uh, we've never done. I've done it before, but there's an area down there that we should hit up. Where, where is this? I forget exactly where, but it's see, see down Creek. to that. No, see, go down. Yeah. See that, that area where you're at. This? Where you're at yeah. Like that oh, stuff around Oh, is this part there. of it? Yeah. Oh yeah, Dolly Sods. Yeah. Okay. There's some there's some really Look cool trails. I can't read that. Um, I don't know. Roar Oh, Roar I've heard of that. Okay. Yeah. There's some cool stuff. There's some really cool stuff so up there. So this is worth doing. Yeah. Okay. Why didn't we do that? I don't know. Like that's a climb. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. I've been up there. It's it's Woof. it's cool. It's really that oh, see how it goes along that climb. See how it goes along the edge there? It's sweet. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I've I've done it. It's awesome. So you right. think you could spend five days in Dolly Sods? You could definitely do four yeah. nights. You could five do a day. Five is a lot. Yeah. Five is a I don't lot. even know yeah. if there's enough trail for yeah. that. We could do four. So we did four night, nights there. Yeah. Because you could, I think the maximum amount of trails here is like 35 miles. And there's miles. there's sweet camping up there, too. I imagine. Yeah. We can see what it looks like. And and so what you can do, zoom in. This is what we did before. Like this road access. Well, zoom out a little bit more. So what you can do is then you can see that forest road 19. This one? Yeah. Yeah. You can walk that back down to Red Creek, which I've done. Oh, this? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. This looks high. 
Yeah. I bet there's sweet campsites there right is. there. Yeah, we stayed up. I've stayed up Can there. See? It's real cool. There's some openings. Yeah. In the trees. Um, any gear, gear changes or swaps we would have done? Uh, I don't know. Um, was it perfect? Really. I mean, I, I was the I, gear I br- perfect. I, I think no, I brought, no, I brought, would you guys, would you guys have brought a rain kilt? Had you know? No. <laughs> oh, he's been <laughs> I would brought something for my pack of rain. I would have got a pack yeah. covers. We all, we yeah. all said that. Yeah. I we, think we talked about this that kind of trip. There. It'd be worth it. Need a pack cover. It'd be waterproof. good to have a waterproof pack cover. Like they're so light. And the reason we say that is the stuff like on your pack will get so heavy and drenched with water that your pack gets so much heavier when it like. The well, it's not just. It, I mean, for me, it's it's more just you, know, you finally get to your campsite. No, oh, great, I have this wet you know hammock I'm pulling up, or you know already wet tarp, or a lot of my other stuff's wet, wet quilts or whatever. None of my stuff was wet. Yeah, no. Well, I, I mean, none of my stuff was, <laughs> but I'm saying like that's what you. That's, you I'm dry, saying you that's what you want to prevent. You got dry it. bag issues, Sam? Oh no. Well, I see. I had them in dry bags, but if you didn't see, you could just you know put the. That's why you put the you know the dry sack over it. So if you didn't, you don't have to put everything in dry bags. That's why I would have brought a dry bag. I I didn't bring one. Yes. So, yeah. so <laughs> but but on the second leg, you got you wised up. Ziploc. And Miles oh, yeah. had some Ziploc bags and. <laughs> And your quilt strategy, what would what quilts did you bring? Did you tell everybody? I brought the Costco uh, dual purchase. <laughs> like 30, 39 for two of them. <laughs> you, would, if you did this again, would you, would you only brought one? No, no, definitely two. Definitely two. I need one for the legs and one for the upper, upper torso. <laughs> uh, they definitely needed a double wrap. Double up on the Costco yeah. quilts. And if it's going to be low 50s, yeah. Yeah, Andy yeah. and I were going to give them, but the only quilts Andy and I have now that are extra are winter quilts. Zero degrees. Like zero <laughs> 10 of, degrees. I would have fried. And the low is like 55, you would have died. Yeah. So I, I was, uh, I think, uh, I think quilt-wise, I was Fine. I had a thirty degree top. I, quilt. Was, I had a thirty degree, degree top quilt. That was way too much. No, I had twenties. Oh yeah, I, I had to take it off my torso. Yeah, thirty degrees. I'm not gonna lie. When I saw the weather thing, I thought it would be like, oh, it's gonna be colder up in the mountains. But like, it was spot on. I mean, it was mid to upper fifties yeah. at night every mm-hmm. day. Yeah, which is which is so warm. That the, this is the type of trip when I wish I had a forty, because all I have we is twenties. Summer set. I know. All I have is twenties, and I sweat. In those at night. Yeah, I was sweating in the 30 top. I mean, it was... Yeah, my, my top's 32, and I was perfectly fine. I was not sweating in the Costco. And the, <laughs> and the Costco and the Z-Light, the Z-Light uh, accordion-style pad. Um, yeah, I, don't, I think other than the pad cover, I don't think there's anything else I would change differently. Mm. I, were you guys happy with your food loadouts? Yeah. I brought too much food. Mountain I mean, house. usually did, yeah. yeah. No, no, I told yeah, my yeah. wife what you guys did last night, or I told her your food strategy, and she's like, that's really smart. Just buy, what do you want to say what you guys did to prepare? Yeah, oh, buy, the, uh, buy the Costco Mountain yeah. House Mountain pack. House, like survival. Yeah, it it's a four-day four food day supply. supply. Yeah, so you get, I think it was you four, thir- brec- yeah, you four breakfasts. 13 packages, and then so you get, um, well, yeah, you, you get four breakfasts, and then, well, like, yeah, you get the chili mac, the chicken teriyaki, the biscuits and gravy. Stroganoff. You get stroganoff. you get one of three every, stroganoffs. You get, yeah, you get three stroganoffs. Those are the best. Yeah. <laughs> Do you, okay, so you guys tried a lot of different mountain house flavors. Yeah, yeah, they were good. What was your favorite? Oh, it's, it's, it's a toss. I see. I, I really like that chicken fajita. Chicken it's not chicken fajita. It's not chicken teriyaki. It is delicious. Still doing that. Chicken fajita. If 
If I told you it was chicken fajita, you would sorry, <laughs> chicken teriyaki. Yeah. It, it's it's my favorite. Dude, <laughs> we were like, we were like, Sam, that's not a real Mountain House flavor. <laughs> yeah, so, that one totally uh, makes sense. He's like, it's it's the same I one we really got. Really call it a fajita out there. <laughs> no, I'm having the chicken fajita. No, when, that's not a real. <laughs> Pre dehydrated, it does look like a fajita, though. I'll give him that. It doesn't. It looks like, like it doesn't even look like, like no. What kind of fajita? Not really. Do you think because it would be something you put on a fajita? That's why you call it chicken fajita. I don't. You know. I really don't but know that's your I favorite. That anyway, yeah, the teriyaki. It was delicious. Miles. Yeah. yeah. That, that, that was, I've never I had that one. one. The, it's uh, uh, lasagna was a pretty close the second. Lasagna is good. Yeah, that's a classic. But the stroganoff was gravy were delicious, and so were the blueberry granola. I think that's my that's my new favorite breakfast item. Was that like forty bucks for that? It was so normally it's uh, it fifty nine dollars for the the pack, but with the whole COVID, oh yeah, they, thing, they bumped up it to, to seventy. Yeah, I think eighty bucks, eighty bucks for four days of Mountain House. One bad. Sam's Co- Sam's Club has it for like thirty nine dollars. Apparently, $20. yeah, not bad. Yeah, or Amazon for one thirty. Yeah, that's Jeez. right. Choose wisely. Yep. Are there any? Are there any any comments we need to? No. <laughs> I think we covered it. Yeah. It was a fun trip. Enjoyed yeah. It. Any mm-hmm. last? Uh, I mean, no. Thoughts? I'm sad I, we couldn't go to Arizona. Yeah. That's I, all I'm I mean, I think with in in light of the pandemic and having to drive somewhere and places had to be open and we had to go to places that we know were going to be interesting. Yeah. This is probably the best thing that we could have done. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know. Man. We could have done the Smokies. I'm not going to the Smokies right now. Yeah, that'd be a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. In due time. Now yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything up in Michigan in the UP. Like there's stuff up there that's not sure. pictured rocks. Yeah. Traverse right. is amazing. That's cool, but that's yeah. also double the drive. It is. Yeah. It's about what, eight hours? Yeah. Um, yeah. Versus five. So I thought, yeah, for five hours. Now, have you heard of the land between the lakes? I've have heard of it. Have you guys heard of this? You heard of it? Lando Lakes? No, no, no. <laughs> Not the butter. <laughs> so this was another place. I've heard of it. I, I don't know where it is, though. Um, is it Michigan? No. It is Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh. But it's Western Kentucky. And it's, I'll show you. It's, okay, so there it is. It's a land. It's a I land get it. Two lakes. Between the lakes. Uh, so it's. It's southwest of Indianapolis. It is, I think, about four hours it's away. It's more than With the that. directions. It's more than that. Um, so it's it's Ooh. six okay. hours inside of six. Nice. But this place, have you heard? Seen Adventure Archive? Just did a video there, and David Gray's done one. This place is awesome. It they looks it was awesome. Good. Go just to images. That whole yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Rec area, and it's um. It's like hmm. it's beachy and lakey, you know. Are these like reservoirs that were created? I have no idea. Kind of looks like that, but it's it's water camping, you know. So is this a canoe place? No, I, no, it's more like a like a like if you're gonna be on the water, it's more of a like a Lake of the Ozarks kind of place. Like a lot of get houses, the wakeboarding boat. houses on it. And I stuff, I or? don't know, but the but the camping is all in like the little finger area. You know, the camping's all in there. Is it like a? Is it a national forest? Is it a state uh, yeah, forest? Yeah, it is. It is at the very least a state park. Um, I wonder what the camping restrictions are. You just it's stay. A, in. It's a national recreation area. Okay. I don't know what that means. I don't know. 
But um, Adventure Archives just did like look at all the trails. Yeah, looks cool. Adventure Archives just did a trail, did a thing there, and David Gray's been there, and it's like a it's a pretty like premier summer destination. So uh, that was a, a st- but you couldn't do six days there. West Virginia, see, we could we, West Virginia, we could we can do two different trips and hit like vastly different stuff between them. Versus, how many, I mean, yeah, how many miles of trail? It didn't look like, like not, a lot. No, no, yeah. like you're doing like one or two or maybe three nights a year. I okay. think I don't know. I just I've seen a couple of videos, but this is a this is a contender. We we could hit the bourbon trail on the way down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you could hit up every liquor store on the way down to get some good Buffalo Trace. Can you imagine <laughs> the liquor stores in between you're in? Because you probably go. Like, I, you, now you probably go. Do you think you go to Indianapolis and down? No, I don't know. Yeah, the map didn't. They're put in the directions. See, yeah. you go to Cincinnati or Louisville. Um, you go. Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah, in between, yeah. in between, in oh, between. Andy, can yeah. you just imagine I know, this? I know. Andy's stopping at every liquor store. Find choice quality bourbon. No, I. No, we would go. We'd go to a couple of distilleries. The or what? The, the Shawnee National Forest. Yeah, um, that's got four point eight. People have been uh, there. No. Um, it's that's I, in Illinois, isn't it? It's like it's. Yeah. Anyway, it's like you might as well just go down here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is where we were. We were down in this, in this area, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, great trip. Yeah. Any final, any final thoughts? Any, uh, no, else I, I, th- I think, um, for everybody out there that is within driving distance of Dolly Sods and hasn't been there, you should obviously go. It's, it's amazing. Um, yeah. All right. <laughs> We done? Yeah. Well, all right. Hopefully we'll... Hey, uh, thanks, thanks for coming. Yeah, thanks for Thank joining you. us. Yeah. I'm going to true story. I'm going to try and squeeze in another night in like three or four weeks. Okay. Don't tell my wife. I'm not sure how, this, how well this is going to work. Yeah. But. yeah. I'm just kidding. She didn't watch her last um, year. So. Uh, she sure does. Who knows when we'll be able to do this again, though? So this might be it for a while. And I also, I was talking Unfortunately. But I was talking to her last night, and I was like... Let's just go out to Reno for a couple of days in the fall. I mean, she, 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 she has to like that because she you, bit you, you've on got that. family out yeah, there. Yeah, she bit on There's that. There's stuff to do out yeah, there. Yeah, she bit on that. So I'm going to yeah. try and swing a couple of days in the Tahoe Rim Trail maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but yeah I'd like to do um, that. All right, everybody. All right. Thanks. We hope you found this uh, like educational if you're planning on going to these areas. Um, it was fun for us to talk about it. And we will see everybody... On the next, whenever we do this oh, again. Yeah, whatever. Who knows? And our next stream. And the next, next stream, stream or backcountry BSing.